Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join with me are my co-host, Jay Hugh. What's up? Joseph. Yellow. Uh, no Ian. He is uh, stuck too at work. Too good for us. Yeah, too good. He's giving it up. He's going on. He's decided he is a professional phony now. We're discussing the modern Renaissance man, the 20 and 21st century version of Leonardo DiCaprio, or Da Vinci, not DiCaprio. <laughs> that would be Leonardo DiCaprio. Mr. <laughs> Will Smith. Uh, who has a very long career and still churning out movies like two or three times a year. We're going to talk at least like 25 of them. Absolutely. There's a ton. There are a ton. Uh, but we, we, are, we are skipping the, the early days, the Fresh Prince that got him launched in the first place. Him and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Uh, we are, we are going to start with his first, uh, well, first major film credit. There, he, I think he has at least one before this, but the one that everyone knows him from, which is uh, Michael Bay's Bad Boys. We've talked about which this Which we've film. talked about. We yeah, have. I did not realize he made this movie while he was still doing Fresh Prince. He did, yeah. I, I don't, I, did, I mean, obviously, I didn't remember that. I was like five years old. But. I think he did Fresh Prince from 1990 to 1996. That's correct. And this movie came out in 94? 95. Oh, man, well, I was close. You were. So, I, I was already impressed. Yeah. We don't even need to check IMDb. <laughs> Fresh Prince is one of those shows that went on a lot longer than it seems like it Yeah. Did. Well, because there's like 10 episodes. Everyone remembers Right, yeah, 10, exactly. But there's another 200. <laughs> right, right. Right, the first couple years are the only ones anybody really gives a shit yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, Bad Boys. Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, that girl, Tay Leone. Is that right? Tay Leone. Yes. Yep. Yes. Uh, and other people? Is there anyone else in this that's of note? Uh, I really don't remember. I haven't watched this movie. I'll ask this the same as I did. This is this the one that has um has Henry Rollins, or is it the other one? I believe the other one is the one okay, with Henry the Rollins. Other one has Henry Rollins. <laughs> uh, I like this movie. It's pretty good. I'm gonna say better than Transformers. Um, it's of this like you know immediate explosion of being the action star. Right. It's probably my least favorite. Right. Uh, but still a good time. It's just funny. It seems like this one should have been his second hit. Yeah, you know it what does. I'm yeah, it no, absolutely. Because like I mean, he is definitively the star of this movie. Mm-hmm. Like he's he has a much better part in it than uh, Martin Lawrence, who's already an established star yeah, at this yeah. point. I mean, you know, I I know the uh, the TV movie jump was a bigger deal then than it is now, right. but I mean, I feel like at that point he had achieved superstardom on television as much as you can. Right, right. I mean, he was again already pretty famous. The guy yeah. was already he had songs on the radio. Yep. And he had a number one right. TV show on TV. Like, it makes sense. I guess I'm more talking about everybody was at that point really talking about, oh, Martin Lawrence is going to be the For next sure. Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to be the top box office star on earth. And instead it went to the other guy. And I mean, I guess Martin Lawrence had the Martin Lawrence show where he was the guy. Right. And I guess you could say that's true about The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but it really was like, I don't know, the whole cast is good. Like, right. I don't want to say it's just so... The selling point is not just Will Smith. The Martin Lawrence show, Martin Lawrence is the selling point of right, the right. show. And it has not aged well at <laughs> no. all. Shanene has not aged no, well. it's not good. Yeah. In 2019, you can't get away with watching no, the Martin Lawrence. No, that's Especially not. as a white guy. You're right. I'm, oh, I, I, I'm sticking with worse than Transformers. I'm also sticking yeah. with worse than Transformers. I think this is a movie very much of its time, and its time has passed. Follow that up with... What's his name? We did a whole podcast on him. Roland, Roland Emmerich. Uh, Same podcast. We, we, yeah, we compared the two. That's true. Uh, Independence Day, uh, probably, I, you know, the, a lot of these early ones are probably his most iconic roles, but definitely some of his my most iconic lines are from this movie. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> yeah. This is like, in, in, like growing up to me, 
was the definition of summer blockbuster. Like, came out, like, on July 4th or mm. July 4th weekend. Was huge. Everyone went and saw it. it scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> it's fair. Um, that, like, tentacle alien thing. Crazy. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm saying better than Transformers. He's not my favorite part in it. That would be Jeff Goldblum. But I, You know, I was worse than Transformers when we did this before. I'm sticking with worse than Transformers. I will say this, though. This is the one where we really start to see what Will Smith really is. Because... He's a movie star. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. You know, like he's not, an, and I, I don't mean this because a lot of guys who aren't really actors still make great movies. Mm-hmm. John Wayne wasn't a great actor, but he made good movies. Uh, I would say Tom Cruise is a guy like that. But, Agree to disagree on Tom. Cruise. Well, Tom Cruise <laughs> has had some peaks, but yeah. mostly he's Tom Cruise. Tom yeah. Cruise has not been asked to be anything other than Tom Cruise for a long time. Mm-hmm. Is a better way to put that. I feel but, like. But you know, I think you know. His charm is a big part of what mm-hmm. sold this movie. Yes. Like, you know. Uh, well, um, there, there, there are two uh, charisma explosions in this movie. Right. And I feel like that, that very much sold what probably could have otherwise been, you know, a so-so. Right. I mean, I think they have great chemistry. Together. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, this movie is c- kind of a bit long. Um, but, I mean, look, I, I think it's fun. I've rewatched it several times. An interesting thing about this movie is that it kind of started this weird trend where, so traditionally for Hollywood scripts, uh, if there is a male lead and it's just described as male lead, it's assumed that it is a white male. Mm. Um, so Independence Day was just written for a male lead, but was cast Will Smith, which kind of led to a sequence of, of movies through a lot of the ones that we're going to go through where they're not specifically written for black actors, which is unusual but you you can either be a white guy or will smith yeah and that's pretty much the option that was kind of a thing for like between 1996 and like 2000 yeah somewhere in the 2000s yeah Yeah. absolutely uh so we follow that up with men in black probably the most topical one on this list yeah the fourth which just came out this past weekend correct does not have will smith in it does not have will smith Uh, in it though i'm sure somebody's related to him yeah it'd be funny if it was chris hemsworth (laughs) (laughs) I freaking love the first Men in Black. It's great. Movie. Uh, I, I also fucking love this movie. I think it's, um, you know, I don't know if I've ever addressed this on the podcast before, but I'm a, a super fan of Lonesome Dove, both the novel and the uh, TV miniseries. So I love Tommy Lee Jones. So I was excited about this movie, regardless. But it exceeded my expectations. Uh, a little bit of local trivia about this movie: it was what the uh, Carmike Ten on Nine Mile opened with. Wow. That was their first weekend. So if you ever ate a roach with a handful of popcorn at that fucking theater, you know, you can partially blame Will Smith. (laughs) I have done that. Um, No, I've never eaten a roach there. (laughs) uh, I've seen quite a few. This movie, in my opinion, is one of the pinnacles in filmmaking and how important casting is. Mm -hmm. Because all three of the big three, Will Smith, Tommy Lee, and Vincent D'Onofrio fucking kill their absolutely yeah, yeah yeah they are great in this movie and it's way creepier than the other two and and you're right it's one of those things that i don't think people remember about it but i do think it's one of the things that makes it impactful yeah that whole opening with the bug because flying and squishing ev- on the yeah, window everything about vincent nafrio's character is is like fucking skin crawling like it's ridiculous it's a giant roach wearing a man suit yes. <laughs> vincent nafrio is so fucking great in this movie yeah. they should retroactively give him a fucking oscar <laughs> but uh but um you know a thing you just talked about that i was actually thinking about this movie earlier today even though this is the establishment character is an old white man 
and the and the you know coming in character is a young black guy. I don't think race is mentioned once in it. And nope. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. You it know? feels very natural. Yeah. And I mean it's just this is a really well made movie. And mm-hmm. I think one that's probably underappreciated and maybe even a little bit, you know, it's hard. It's, it's hard to say this in a movie that I remember when it came out, forgotten a time. Mm-hmm. Like you don't hear people like discovering the first right. men in black, but they should. Cause it is really, really good. I tell you something else. I remember about this movie. It was the first movie where people started talking about practical effects being a virtue. Yeah. Like up until that point, it was, uh, it, everybody was more computers, more computers, more computers. And I can remember when this came out, a lot of the press was, hey, we're making the aliens in this. We're making the masks that are people mm-hmm. wearing. I remember. I, and this was like before, well before I worked at a, at a theater and was paying attention to anything. But when that Final Fantasy movie came out, and it like, Spirits all, Within. All of, yeah. yeah, all of the media was like, do we even need actors right. anymore? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, have you fucking seen I it? I almost rewatched Spirits Within this past week. I think I saw it on Prime. It is unwatchable. Yeah, that's what I keep remembering about it. <laughs> but I have to test myself. So Will that, Smith, not in that movie. Yeah. Uh, so, first Men in Black, better than Transformers. Yes. Oh, way better. Yeah. Um, also, the I, best I, Men in Black. I think, yeah, definitely the best Men in Black. Also, I think the first one where he has a song that. He is, oh, yeah, is yeah, associated yeah. directly with the movie, which is the Men in Black theme, which is great. Yeah, it's yeah, a fun it song. It's, it's, it's one of the reasons I feel like, again, it's got staying power, yeah. the, the movie and the song. Well, didn't, doesn't like the music video play at the end of the movie? And they're like, uh, it might. I believe it did. Yeah. Yeah. God, what a great time to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> so he followed that up with a, a bit more of a serious role. Uh, in Tony Scott's Enemy of the State, which I'm hoping one of you guys have seen. Oh man, I fucking love this movie. Yeah. yeah, this is a good movie. It's sort of a stealth sequel to a movie called The Conversation, Francis Ford Coppola. Okay, mm. but it's basically, uh, you know, it's kind of timely right now. It's about you know, uh, Big Brother watching you. Mm. Uh, Gene Hackman's like a, a paranoid expert. Will Smith's a guy who gets caught up in a plot. It's a very '90s plot, <laughs> but uh, I fucking love this movie. Actually. I haven't watched it in years, but I'd like to see it again. Is it better or worse than Transformers? Way better than Transformers. I know I have seen it once, but I'm sure this was at least 15 to 20 years ago, and I don't remember it. I feel like it might be a Tony Scott movie. It just is. Okay, yeah. It, yeah. it looks like either Tony Scott or Michael Bay, <laughs> but it was good, so I'm going it's, with Tony It's Scott. one of those movies that has been playing on TNT continuously for about 20 years yeah. now, and yeah. I've only seen about 10 minutes of it. It... um. It also has both Seth Green and other Seth Green. Jamie, what's his name from the Scream movies? What's his name? Uh, you guys know the dude I'm talking. I do. About. Yeah, it has both. I think it's the only movie that has both those guys. In it. Uh, yeah, Unless I'm completely just, wrong. I just want to point out how fucking good is Gene Hackman? Never been bad. Never anything. bad. He can be in. The, he's like Michael Caine. You can put him in the worst fucking movie, and he's still completely engaged. As soon as you said his name, I was like, God, I love Gene Hackman <laughs> yeah. movies. All right. All right, um, so that brings us, uh, you know, uh, uh, we're, we're midway through, but we didn't explain our scale for rating these things, these movies or performances. Uh, we compare everything to what we consider the most mediocre movie ever made, Michael Bay's Transformers. So everything that's ever been made, or ever will be made, and even some things that aren't even movie performances or movies at all are, can be compared to as better or worse than Transformers. Kind of meta, because I believe Hurt has said Will Smith is the actor equivalent. That was literally the next thing yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, totally. Uh, that, I, that's why I was most excited about doing this one, is Will Smith, I believe, is the actor equivalent. Uh, he's right on the edge. Any actor who's worse than Will Smith is not a good actor. Any actor who's better than Will Smith 
is a good actor. Yeah. And this leads us very nicely into his next project, which is Wild Wild West. Oof, which it's a movie. <laughs> I fucking love this movie. I, I also like this movie. <laughs> I'm going to say... I also like this movie. Yeah, I know in my heart that it's not good. Yeah, I can recognize that it's trash. But it's just so damn entertaining. Uh, and then everybody seems like they're having that's, a blast. That's what Kevin, that's yeah. Kevin Klein. Yep. Uh, you know uh, the guy in the. What's his what name? is the guy in the yeah. in the Kenneth spider Brana. chair? Yeah. Kenneth Branagh. Wait, is what? That? No, is Kenneth Branagh is in this movie, right? No. <laughs> Oh, okay, let's check. Let's go. If that's let's Kenneth Branagh, I'm gonna crap my pants. <laughs> Who is it, Joseph? That's fucking Kenneth Branagh. No way. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? I thought, I was like, I was like, I, you guys were so convinced I was wrong. I was like, I, fuck, I must be wrong. I just thought it was like some guy who's just in this movie and never did a movie again. No. He doesn't even look like no. Kenneth Branagh in this movie. Uh, I mean, even if you hate this I movie. I have to rewatch this movie now. <laughs> no. Even if you hate this movie, you've got to love it for giving that Kevin Smith story a punchline. So you guys know what I'm talking no, about. No, I don't. The Superman script. Basically, I'll, I'll do an abbreviated version of it. Uh, at one point, before it fell into Tim Burton's hand, the, this uh, producer named John Peters, who famously went from being Barbara Streisand's hairdresser to a powerful executive, and he was in charge of the Superman franchise, hired Kevin Smith to write a script and gave him the mandate that he can't fly and that <laughs> he can't wear the costume. So Kevin Smith still writes a script that he likes based on that idea. Oh, and there was also these two other mandates. There had to be polar bears in it, and it had to end with Superman fighting a giant mechanical spider. So years later, when uh, Kevin Smith was watching this movie in the theater, and there's the fight with the big mechanical spider, he's watching it to the end, and sure enough, produced by John Peters. Yep. So I mean, that's great. I like that big giant. Oh, I do too. Yeah. yeah, this is a fun movie. Yeah. I know. I, you know, honestly, I think it's one of those things that I think it more gets crapped on because of its financial failures than it's. You know, it was the first like time that Will Smith didn't kill at the box office. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, this this reminds me. I'm not positive, so don't quote me. But it had to have come out in like 1998, 1999, when like. Advertising was included in everything. Mm-hmm. Like you go to Taco Bell or McDonald's, yeah. and it was a part of your food. Yeah. Every commercial on your Dorito. Like this was the beginning of that. And I just remember seeing like ad placements for this movie freaking everywhere. And look, are you are you making this movie in 2019? A hundred percent no. Right. But um, it's fun. It's a good time. Yeah. It's not better than Transformers, but I enjoy it. I think it's better than Transformers. I, You know, again, this is where the rating system gets tough after we've just described it. Because I think on a mechanical level, it's probably worse than Transformers. But I would way rather watch Wild Wild yeah. West than Transformers, so I'm going to say it's better than Transformers. <laughs> I can dig that. <laughs> so we're going to follow that up with one of the most racist movies ever made, apparently directed by Robert Redford, uh, The Legend of Bagger Vance. <laughs> what? This movie's directed <laughs> by Robert Redford? <laughs> this movie's not good. It's, a, it's a, about a magical black guy who teaches a white guy how to golf better. Yeah. I, think, I think this movie is worth existing just because it's the exact moment that everybody realized, oh, this type of movie is shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, before that, everybody thought these types of movies had a virtue. Yeah, they're very and, they're very inspirational, and, yeah. And, and this is the point where they realized, oh, wait, no, this is awful. They I mean, they went as hard as they possibly could in the opposite direction, like you're talking about, yeah. like trying to make it virtuous, and you're like, oh, whoa, whoa, you're exposing <laughs> me to the bad. Right. 
Yeah, this movie is awful. Worse than Transformers. This movie is worse than Transformers. Yeah, I would agree with that. Definitely. Uh, Matt but, Damon, right? Is this co-star? I think it's Matt Damon. I, it's, just, it's, the, it's a white guy who looks like he should be at a country club. So This is also the first time where he really tries to act. He's not really... Or the first Very one true. on we're, this We're talking list. about Will Smith. Yeah. 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 Where he really tries to not oh, yeah. just get by on his charm. Matt Damon. Yeah, goes into the uh, more serious role. Yeah. And it's, this movie is not good. And... I actually do feel like Will Smith is probably the best part of this movie. Right. Um, Again, it's it's hard to judge how well he does a super terrible racist stereotype, but he does go for it. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, you yeah. know. That's true. Uh, so we move on to from that to probably his most... Acclaimed. Acclaimed performance. Nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. Uh, Michael Mann's Ali, uh, where he portrays Muhammad Ali. I'm going to be the naysayer here and say I don't like this movie. Uh, you know, I've never actually watched it. You know what the thing is? I don't know if it's really well regarded as a great movie, but I enjoy watching it. Yeah. I, I think uh. it's, I think Will Smith's performance is, is loud and as good. That he's, I don't know, he really got into the character, well, see, but I don't know that people enjoy watching this movie. That's funny. I think his performance is one of the weaker spots, but I think it's a well-structured movie, and mm. it's a, I like watching it, and I like a lot of the uh, supporting characters. I think Jeffrey Wright's in this. Oh, that sounds right, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, um, yeah, I liked this movie. I, I, I think I watched it a few times when it was out. It's very long. It is very long. Um, I do kind of agree with you. I think the structure of the movie is pretty good. Mm. I, I think his performance is kind of overrated mm. in it. The only scene I really remember really be, I really like like and, and him in it is when he's talking to his dad about when he converted to Islam and he changes his name from Cassius Clay to Muhammad Ali. I remember that scene being really good. I think what I, I like about it is that, we, and we talked about this when we've talked about uh, music biops a lot, yeah. is that it's hard to make a good movie when you're trying to cover a whole career. Mm-hmm. And this pretty much covers his whole career, but I think it does a really good job of... There's not a point where I was like, oh, well, they left that thing out. You know? This movie goes up to the rumble in the jungle? Right, right. It, yeah. it doesn't cover the decline, which yeah. I also think is good. It, this is, again, a, a tough one, because I, I, this movie is better than Transformers. Right. But <laughs> but I would rather watch Transformers. See, so, yeah, I mean, sure, it's better than Transformers. I, I'm definitely going better than Transformers. That's, that seems like the right call. Yeah. Follow that up with the, the first of, of a couple of not great Men in Black sequels, Men in Black 2, where uh, Tommy Lee Jones Men is... in Black 2 was after Ali? Yeah. Uh, yes. Crazy. That just... It, my head, that yeah. seems different. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones is K, has had his memory wiped at the end of the last one, yep. but he needs to be brought back in to do something that I don't remember. Fight an uh, alien woman named Selena? Yeah. Something like Laura that? Or Finn Boyle. Yeah, yeah. and uh, has two Johnny Knoxvilles in it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Knoxville and then a tiny Johnny Knoxville head, which is two mistakes. <laughs> um, and uh, it's not good. It's, it's, the, it's the worst one. It's a opinion. movie. Yeah. See, I like it. I'm going better than Transformers. I realize it's a lot dumber than the other ones. It's the one where they really do like poop and ball jokes. Yes. But but like poop the, and ball jokes for kids. The so wor- it's really pandering. The worms get way too much of yep. a role in this yeah, movie. Absolutely. Um, but I, I mean, I, I enjoy watching. If it's on TV, I'll watch it. I'll go better than Transformers. I'm going worse than Transformers. I'm also going worse than Transformers. Though I can say, at the time, when I first watched Men in Black, the worm people were my fucking favorite. <laughs> so I can understand why they made that movie. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so we follow that up with another sequel to one of his successful franchises, Bad Boys 2, also with Martin Lawrence, but adding, I uh, can't remember her name. Oh, she just had a show come out that's like a sequel to this movie. What is her name? Gabrielle Union? No. Is it Gabrielle Union? Oh. No. Maybe I'm right, but... Neil Long? Hang on, hang on. Uh, I feel like this is coming off as racist, that we're yeah. just naming we can, black we, Nope, it was Gabriel Union. Uh, I, I almost yeah. said Gabriel Union, too. Gabriel Union. 
Now that's going to seem too enthusiastic when I cut it back in. Uh, Gabrielle Union? Yes, Gabrielle Union. Yes, Gabrielle Union. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, now it's going to seem less racist. Yeah, 100%. Oh. <laughs> it's got uh, Peter Stormare as a generic Eastern European villain. The entirety of Peter Stormare's career? Most of it, yeah. Definitely whenever Michael Bay picks him up. Yeah. yeah you know? Which is in a lot of yeah. things. I mean, the guy needs work. That's yeah. fine. I, better than the first one. I like, again, like this movie. I think it's better than Transformers. Yeah. I don't know what else to say about it. No, I, 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 I enjoy that. It is. It is. Just is. the moon with the fish. Oh, maybe it's I'm really hard to distinguish the two of them. I haven't uh, watched them in so long. Yeah. It, it's just one of those movies that it is kind of what I feel like a Michael Bay movie is shooting for. Right. In, in the fact that it's a big, dumb action movie that doesn't like, you don't, you don't feel the dumbness weighing it down. You just like, it just seems fun. Yeah. It's just a fun action movie. Yeah. That's all it's trying to be. I'm still working some Transformers on this. Uh, you know, um, J. Hugh does not like Michael Bay. I, I'm not a big Michael Bay fan. <laughs> I particularly the thing the my main I think the main sin about these two movies is I don't remember anything about them. Yeah, the that's only fair. thing I remember and I talked about on the last one is in the first one they treated Will Smith's character like it was an already established character mm-hmm. that we were supposed to understand why it was funny that Martin Lawrence was pretending to be him. And I never got that, but that's the only. So, if the only memorable aspect from these movies I can remember is that, hey, this there's this one kind of dumb part, you know, <laughs> I, I can't stand by these movies. You know, Look, I will you, say you it's make fair. a compelling point. Yeah. You're kind of bringing me yeah. back yeah. to the middle. Oh, maybe worse than Transformers because you're right. They they're they aren't very memorable and they're easily confusing. Yep. Yeah. And like, man, also it has two really funny dudes in it, and I can't remember one joke in it. I can remember a fucking joke from Ali, and I can't remember a joke from this movie. This one does have them like in the KKK rally, right? Like, okay, yeah, that's yeah, kind of funny. Yeah. That part is kind of I think we did this exact thing, same thing. Probably. Almost I, certainly. I was crapping on this, and then you brought up the <laughs> KKK, and I was like, okay, that part's funny. Uh, so yeah, this one is, uh, well, now I'm, 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 I'm kind of coming back down to J.H.U. It's probably worse than Transformers, yep. but it's watchable. Uh, that brings us to one of my underrated favorites that, again, I know is not good. I, Robot. Oh, I hate this movie. Uh, with Will Smith, uh, the voice of Alan Tudyk, James Cromwell, and uh, Tom Brady's Baby Mama. Yes. I don't like it. Uh, have, have either of you read I, Robot? Yes. It's uh, nothing like it that. It is completely different. Yep. Uh, and maybe that taints my viewpoint, but I just feel like this got to the, this is the beginning of Will Smith acting more than the movie requires. And, uh, I mean, to be fair, yeah, you're, this movie is 100% driven on like Will Smith one-liners. Yes. There's nothing else to it, but I still kind of like it. And Shia LaBeouf's in it as like, he's, oh yeah. It's it's supposed to be funny that he's like, you know, he's got like a potty mouth. And he's mm-hmm. kind of a ne'er-do-well because he's just been coming from these kid roles. And then we realized that version of Shia LaBeouf is actually like a muted version of real Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is funny in retrospect. I never watched this movie. It's part of like a series of of science fiction movies from around this time that I was like, no, not doing That's it. That's funny because, again, as someone who grew up with tape, cable television, this is on USA every fucking day. Right. So I've watched this movie at least ten times or more. This movie seems, you know, I I can't remember what. Movie oh, and uh, oh, what's his fucking name? The, he's the voice of Batman. He's the fucking captain in the first Star Trek. Can't think of his fucking name. Oh, what is that guy's name? He's definitely not Keith Carradine. Bruce Greenwood. There you go. Bruce, yeah. There's some good actors in yeah. this movie. Uh, I don't remember what I was gonna say. Because <laughs> you had a head of steam. Yeah. He did. Yeah. And, and then Joseph really... interrupted to say, "There's a guy I know." 
And then, it's cool. Whatever you had to say is gone. It's as unimportant as iRobot is. My thoughts on iRobot are even less important. Look, I'm I'm going to admit this movie is worse than Transformers, yes, but I enjoy worse. watching it. Uh, follow that up. Uh, we're not even going to spend a lot of time on this, but we had to mention the uh, the I don't even know is it DreamWorks. It had to be DreamWorks. DreamWorks. They're, they're the only other animation studio at the time. Uh, made a knockoff of Finding Nemo when they found out that Pixar was making Finding Nemo called Shark Tale. Super racist. Will Smith is a, a super racist-ass fish that had enormous lips for no fucking reason. Well, you have to know it's a black guy, yeah, apparently. It's, it's, uh, it's not a good movie, it's not enjoyable, and it is propagating negative racial stereotypes 100%. to children. Yes, it's not good. It Don't is, watch it. It's Don't worse it than Transformers. Kids. Is this the animated shark movie that had Robert De Niro in it, or is that the other animated shark movie? It must be this one. Okay. Yeah, he. Is that, I mean, because it's not in. Uh, he's it's not in Finding Nemo. Not in Finding Nemo. Well, no, there was another. I'm not saying Finding Nemo. I'm saying there was another animated shark. What's movie the other one? one? I can't think of it. Right. Oh, or maybe I'm making it up. Who nah, knows? Fuck it. We're not okay, going to care that much. Hashtag real phonies. Yeah. Shark Tale isn't worth it. Uh, following that up, uh, a movie that might appear on uh, next week's rom com episode. We'll see how people feel about it. Will Smith's foray into rom coms, Hitch. Where he is a relationship or kind, a, of. kind of a, a relationship. Yeah, coach. That's a good word. Yeah. Uh, for, for like guys who can't get girls to talk to them. Close the deal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kevin James. And, yes. And uh, Eva Longoria. Is it Eva Longoria? Not Eva Longoria. Eva Mendez. Eva Mendez. That's what I meant. This movie's pretty funny. I mean, I, I, I have no interest in ever watching it again, but it's fine. I remember enjoying it when it yeah, came Yeah, the, the whole thing is he's a relationship expert, but he's yeah. cynical about love and blah, blah, blah. He know. helps other people get together, but he doesn't want to be with anyone. Right. Mm-hmm. Then he meets Eva Longoria. I, he I, has an allergic reaction. I, well, that's finish. the thing. I have, I have an aversion to this movie just because that allergic reaction scene is like physically upsetting to me. I, don't, I do not enjoy looking at it. I want to, if I'm going to watch a movie, I want to watch Pretty People. <laughs> um, and so, so that scene really upsets me. So I'm saying this movie is worse than Transformers on the, that alone. The 10 and 2 dance scene is pretty famous. It's worse than Transformers. You know, I, I know I've watched this movie, but I honestly remember it more from jokes about it than the actual movie yeah. itself. But the jokes about it were pretty funny, so I'll, I'll <laughs> give it better than Transformers. It's really that. not a terrible movie. No, it's, it's fine. But they shouldn't have done the allergic reaction. It just really, really turned me off. <laughs> Off-putting. Yep. Uh, so then we we break back into the early foray back into acting with a capital A C T I N G uh, with Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith and his little tiny Jaden Smith. Right. Yep. Yep. It is uh, Jaden when he's small. What is it about? Uh, it's about a man who I think his wife or baby mama leave him. He's taking care of his son. Can't get a steady job. He's homeless for a part of it. Gets in a car with a guy, solves a Ruby's Cube, and gets a job. And uh, this is a movie that made me cry when I watch it. Now when I go back and watch it, I don't think it's quite as good as I thought it was <laughs> yeah. to begin with. The bathroom scene gets me every time, though. I feel like it's just kind of like... Sad shit for sad shit's sake. Yeah, that's kind of true. Which, granted, it's still better than a movie that's a little bit later on this list. Yes. But... This is the peak of that. (laughs) There's worse of it coming. Yeah. 
I never watched this movie. I, I didn't like that it looked like a bummer movie that had happiness in the title. I thought that was cheap. I, th- it's I, I think totally a bummer movie. I think same thing with you. The the year that I first saw it, I would probably say it's better than Transformers. Yeah. It's meaningful, and now it's definitely worse than Transformers. Yeah. I don't want you know. I will watch a sad movie. I don't want to be that emotionally affected by a movie. I'm going worse than Transformers. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't mind there being like. I don't mind being emotionally affected by a movie, but I don't appreciate a movie that's intentionally trying to manipulate. That's one hundred percent the goal. Yeah, is to make you which I, I understand. Hurt will immediately come back. Well, I thought you love Pixar movies, <laughs> which is also fair. Yeah, but so that's worse than Transformers. Following up with another movie that I also kind of have a soft spot for. Uh, I am Legend, the oh, post-apocalyptic awful. zombie movie. Uh, you know, it's funny. I've never read any of the source material or stuff like that, so I don't know exactly how it gets it wrong. I know that people that love the source material—it's nothing at all like this. it. Yeah, yeah, it's so different, man. It's not even—it's not even. Yeah, it's not even the same story. It just has the same name. Yeah. yeah um, um, I don't know. You know, this is a movie. I, I was in the life when this movie was out, and I mostly watched it in in movie checks and in that format. I liked it. So I'll give it I'll give it better than Transformers. I, I don't know if that means it's a good movie. Yeah, I'm going worse than Transformers. I hate this movie. So I'm 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 gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you why I think this movie is better than Transformers. And I'm gonna tell you why this movie should have been a lot better, because I also have read the book and liked the book. Uh I like this movie because the first two thirds of it is kind of like uh it's it's Will Smith by himself and his fucking dog and one just being a guy talking to his dog all the time is very endearing, and mm-hmm. Will Smith is already a charming, endearing person. But it's him just, like, living by himself at, like, in this post-apocalyptic world. He's the only one. He's avoiding these zombie things, and he's kind of doing this weird... I don't know. I mean, I mean it, it's, it's the, the, the mixture of the travel scene in 28 Days Later and, like, uh, fucking Kevin What's-His-Name from Home Alone. Yeah, you know, like like trying to set up things to to both prevent the zombies from like attacking him because they know where the fuck he is, and to like kill them when he can. The reason the reason the the, the people complain about the book is because the whole premise at the end of the book is that while they seem like these creepy vampire zombie creatures, you find out at the very end they capture him and they're like sentient. They don't speak the same language necessarily. Actually, I think they do in the book. Yeah, in the book they do. Yeah at the end of it because he's the only person left and he's killed so many of them that he's become to them what like vampires were oh, to right. humans. So he is legend. The legend. Yeah. Um, oh, that's, that's a way isn't better. Isn't that a ending. way better ending? Yeah. Um, because the whole, the, uh, just to cover Joseph's point of us, the whole thing from his perspective is talking, essentially you're getting this narrative of, vampires are real and right. they took over the world and, and your horrors and your legends became actuality right. and then yeah he gets captured and the whole thing slipped on its head is that no you're the thing that we fear you're the legend right and that's a way better mix than it like absolutely it is. has a whole lot more to say yeah good guy fights bad guys sacrifices himself and yeah things. what's 100%. even more amazing is the book is only like 80 pages it's long. not long yeah yeah and so it gets to this like kind of heavy makes you think point mm. in about 20 minutes of reading and i don't have to sit through two hours of movie and i'll tell you the other thing i don't like about this one being drastically in the book i hate how people praise it because like it's just will smith and he does such a good job by himself 
Fucking watch Moon, and that's a movie where a guy by I mean, himself is look, way better. That's a that's a hard. They can both be good. Okay, <laughs> I I love the fuck out of Moon, and you know this about me. Uh, I think you I, tried to manipulate him onto your you, side. You did, but I still I'm still standing by Will Smith in this movie. It's worse than Transformers. It's probably worse than Transformers, but I still like it. Uh, you know, I I had said better than Transformers, but you told me what the real ending is. I'm going with worse than Transformers. <laughs> you get why people hate. Yeah, it. no, totally. Yeah. yeah. So that brings us to oh, god damn it there's so many of these why do i have controversial <laughs> opinions uh another will smith movie i have a soft spot for vince gilligan written superhero movie uh hancock i don't think you have a controversial this is a pretty good movie okay good i'm glad because yeah. here's the thing that i think is weird about this and we're getting to the other one later but will smith who's whole thing is he's very affable very likable which is a good quality for playing a superhero both times he's played a superhero he's played a dick yeah why has he not played a straight superhero yet? i i think at the time he you know i don't know if he was ever we didn't still weren't sure that superhero movies were gonna be right huge i mean definitely at this time yeah. it made sense he just wanted to do something different yeah. I, I will say, don't question this movie at all. It's like the logic in no. It no, does the, not yeah, add yeah. up. You know, no, if you think about it, oh, it's the dumbest. There's movie. a yeah. there's a lot of shit that upsets me about this I movie. I fucking hate Jason Bateman, by the way. I don't. I look. He's fine. He I exists. have very negative feelings about everything he's in. Okay, really? Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wasn't sure if you meant That's just hard. this movie or like everywhere. Uh, the only thing I really hate is the part at the very end where he fucking carves the heart in the moon. Like, yeah. back it of the fuck off, man. There are other people who are using that. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> Vince Gilligan wrote this movie. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going better than Transformers. Yeah, in this 2008? Uh, yeah. Somewhere around yeah, there. Yeah, because I feel like it's right at the turn where, yeah. right before superhero movies became Well, we, we've, we've talked about this before, that it, this movie came a little too early, because yeah. it's supposed to be like making... Almost like a subversion. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a subversion of the genre, but it just, we hadn't, it's not like today where every yeah. fucking movie is a superhero well, movie. Well, and even then, like, the amount of good superhero movies we had, you could count on one hand. Yeah. Like, you had two decent x-men two good spider-man and a batman movie and so like you really weren't subverting a genre that had really established right, right. itself this should have come out right before deadpool yeah no it and then, honestly probably be better than and deadpool. then maybe we wouldn't have had a deadpool too <laughs> i'm surprised it never got a sequel it, i it didn't make a fuck ton of it money. made money yeah, it yeah. Made money. yeah. I think i think it was just one of those things again you know negative opinions just right. kind of tore it down over time um, but I, I, I also I feel like this movie has aged fairly well. Yeah, like, because of what superhero movies are now. You go back and watch Hancock, you can appreciate it more. But it's a good time. I, I think it's just you know it's just Will Smith being Will Smith, which I enjoy. That's yeah. the whole point of going to see a Will Smith movie, which definitely ruins why you'd go to see the next movie, which is Seven Pounds, which is the most ridiculous I sadness porn I've movie. ever fucking seen in my life. Yeah, it's it's Pursuit of Happiness, but not good. And as we said, I'm not even convinced Pursuit of Happiness is right. good. Right. This I knew was bad watching it. God, it just makes you feel terrible. I can't remember why he's like killing himself for the. He's for trying the... to save the other people. He's like gives an organ. Yeah, to Yeah, but each there's person. like a, there's like a reason. He it's like a guilt thing. I don't yeah. know. It's just it's it is. It's just absolute ridiculous amounts of sadness I think for it has no something fucking to do with reason. his family. Yeah, no, I'm I'm yeah. sure he it has did... something to do with trying to get an Oscar. Well, it is <laughs> it's absolutely what it has to do with. I think Woody Harrelson plays a blind guy in this. This is horrible. It's uh, we can move on. Please. Yeah, it's worse than Transformers. It's worse than Transformers. <laughs> but we're not going to go to much better because the next. Well, actually, I know. I know we have a soft spot for this. Uh, the The next movie on the list is the third incarnation or the third installment into the Men in Black series, Men in Black Three, where they go back in time to meet Early K, who is now played by Josh Brolin. Uh, this movie's still not great. 
it's better than it should be. Here's the thing. I like the fact that this movie was made then because if this movie was made now, we would have just de-aged Tommy Lee Jones. Totally. Yeah. And I like the fact that we got yeah. Josh Brolin in this movie because he does a great job. He is great in it. Uh, I like Jermaine Clement as a main yeah, black absolutely. villain. He's a good choice for it. He's kind of a Lobo ripoff in this movie. Yeah. Uh, rides a motorcycle. Right. is a dick to everyone. Yeah. I don't know. I think this movie... Better than Men in Black 2, I can admit it's not great. I have a fondness for it. I'm going to say better than Transformers. I definitely go into better than Transformers. I like all three of these movies. I mean, the, the problem with this movie is that it, the Josh Brolin is good. It's not as annoying, but it's just not memorable, and there's like nothing it adds to this world, I feel like, in any way. I do think this is Will Smith's worst turn as Jay. That's probably true. Everyone looks tired in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I also think, and this th- this is stupid, but I think it suffers from Will Smith not having a real romantic interest. I think, you yeah. know, he has in all these, and I think, you know, that's part of what the movies are. So it's worse than Transformers for me. Is the second one where he talks to the woman about getting pie? Let's go get some pie. Is that the second Men in Black movie? I'm pretty sure it is. Rosario Dawson? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Maybe I'm changing my mind. Maybe <laughs> it is better than... No, Johnny Knoxville's. There's two Johnny yeah, Knoxville's. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, so we followed that up with uh, another... Uh, oh, we did a whole podcast on M. Night Shyamalan movies, but one of the M. Night Shyamalan movies before he kind of had a resurgence, uh, After Earth. It's awful. It, I, I've, I'm sad Ian's not here, because I'm pretty sure he has a... He Ian has, likes this movie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he movie, likes yeah. this movie, and I would love to hear his reasoning why, but uh, yeah, what's the name of his character in this? His last name's like Rage or something. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a cipher Rage. Yes, or that's like it's that. so stupid. It's a dumb movie. Uh, I never watched it. The whole thing. The most I remember seeing is when I would turn off theaters at night and it would be playing and no one would be in the <laughs> theater. I would kind of watch it for about three to five minutes and then be like, "Oh no, this is stupid," and then turn it off. So this whole episode is just deja vu because the last time we talked about this movie is like there was another movie that came out at the same time yeah. as this that was the same movie and I decided to watch it instead but now I can't remember what that movie was. <laughs> so go back and listen to our M Night Shyamalan. We, no, I didn't know no, we didn't, that. Re- we didn't remember that either. Yeah. But you can listen to us not the remembering things. The next time things. we bring up this fucking movie, I'll have researched this. Yep. It's I, worse than Transformers. I know what you're talking about. That irritates yeah. me. <laughs> Has anyone here seen Focus? Uh, no. That's the one with Helen Mirren? No. The no, one with Margot Robbie. That's the one with Margot Robbie. They're like swindlers I, or something, right? I've, I, I've never seen it. All I remember about it, and this is the shout out I never thought we would have on this thing. I remember Chad Donaldson really liked it. Oh, that makes so much sense. It's worse than Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> just on that opinion alone. 100%. Yep. Oh, man. He brought us all together. <laughs> yeah, he did. I just want to say, I've never mentioned this, but the first time I worked at a movie theater is when Transformers came out. So it's always kind of, you know, been a special place in my heart. Really? Yeah, I worked at W Street. Oh, right on, yeah. yeah. So he followed that up with another movie that I'm not sure that any of us have seen. Uh, his another serious role, definitely going for an Oscar here, uh, Concussion, about the guy who discovered uh, chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Is bad. Or that. <laughs> uh, I didn't see it. You, you know what's funny? I'd forgotten what the name of this movie was, and when you guys were talking about it before the podcast, calling it Concussion, I just thought you guys were being dicks. I didn't realize that was actually its yep, dumb 100% the time. name of the yep. I don't think that was originally the name of the movie. I believe they changed it to Concussion, but uh, yeah, I didn't watch it. it. It reminded me of Pursuit of Happiness, which is he was going to try really hard, and the movie wasn't going to be that good. Yeah, you can definitely tell when he's trying. Yeah. I remember the NFL was pissed about it, and I guess we've proved now that Scientology is more powerful than the NFL. Yep. Does that mean he's not a great actor when you can tell the difference? Like, you can tell when he's actually trying I mean, and when he's not. Going through them one by one, I'm kind of getting that impression. Yeah. 
But uh, as as Hurt said, he might just be the Transformers event. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll see. So we follow that up with with a, a movie that uh, look, it's not a good movie, but it's a return to Will Smith being Will Smith in movies, which I think we needed. Uh, which is Suicide Squad. David Ayer, Su- is it David yeah. Ayer? Yep. Yeah, David, David Ayer's Ayer. Suicide Squad. How could we forget? Uh, he's one of the better parts in the movie. He is one of the better the, parts. The thing is, this is not a good movie, but like all the DC movies, all the people in it are pretty. Yeah, the cast is, yeah. is yeah. pretty good. I was not sure about Viola Davis. But Viola Davis is a great Amanda Waller. Yeah, yes. Oh, she kills she's that. Solid. Um, him and Margaret Robbie have good chemistry yep. together. Uh, I like that. Like. Deadshot be the kind of like straight man to Harley Quinn's crazy. Mm. There's a ton about this movie I hate. Almost all of it having to do with the plot and villain of this movie. Right, sure. But there's a lot of potential there. Mm. Like, uh, what movie was? Oh, Last Stand. Where you like you rewatch and you're like, I think there's a good movie. Yeah, right. I it's, feel it's that similar, way. About it's a Suicide similar Squad. thing. I agree. I, I do that same thing with this. I, I I watch it and I'm like, is there a good movie in there? If it didn't, why did it go wrong? Yeah. You know, because it seems like the parts are there. Yeah. It made like eight hundred million dollars, yeah. though. It made a ton of money. Yeah, <laughs> that just made me feel like for all terrible movies, there should just be a small part for Ben Foster where he's at the very beginning and the very end right. and is never addressed for yeah. the rest of the movie. <laughs> That's pretty much his career. <laughs> he's good in... Uh... Three Tenuma? Yeah, he's good. He's good in a lot of things. Yeah. He's just yeah. never... I like Ben Foster. He's never really made it. Yeah. He's in a re- Speaking of saddest porn, he's in a really... This is off topic. He's in a really sad movie called uh, The Messenger, where it's uh, him and I want to say Woody Harrelson, where they're... Uh, I can't... You would probably know better than I, but they're the... Uh, the the folks who go to deliver news to families of mm-hmm. soldiers who yeah, were killed yeah, yeah, yeah. in action, and it's fucking brutal. Like it's literally just following them house to house as they deliver news to famous people who answer the door, and they just break down in different ways. It's a terrible movie. Sounds like a movie with Kevin Bacon. It does, doesn't it? But it's yeah. not. Oh. Unless there's another movie that's like also the movie same with movie. Kevin Bacon like replays that. Uh, anyway, unrelated. Back to uh, Will Smith. <laughs> uh, followed it up with a, a... Oh, Suicide Squad. Worse than Transformers. Worse than Transformers. Mm-hmm. But, again, mm-hmm. there's a better than Transformers movie in there. Sure. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of times when I know a movie's not bad, I'll still give it better than Transformers if I know I would watch it again because I'll never watch Transformers again. Yeah. I probably won't watch this one. Yeah, I, I've I, tried it a few times since then. It always loses me when they, they get to the bar scene and well yeah, but, yeah. That. but that, that's like the last 20 minutes yeah because i feel like it's watchable up to that point right. i just can't stand enchantress i mean i can't stand that's jared really, leto yeah so you oh, know but i mean i think it would have been a 100 better movie if they would have made jared leto just the villain of the yeah movie. agreed if like when he shows up in the helicopter and like he somehow kills enchantress and then all of a sudden just starts murdering them right i I'd probably be more on board anywho uh, so that brings us, we're getting closer to uh, to present day now. One of his more recent endeavors, uh, Collateral Beauty, which is another one of these uh, uh, kind of generic... This is the one with Helen Mirren. Yeah, this is the one with Helen Mirren. Feel-goody things. I feel like, so So correct me if I'm wrong, my, my understanding of, of what this movie is, is Will Smith is sad about something. Right. And these, this group of people who are actors decide, hey, we're going to pretend 
to be like, I don't know, angels or some kind of divine intervention to show you the meaning and joy of life. Yes, I think that's the premise. I never actually watched this one either. You're looking at me as if I have. Why the? Well, because you it has something to do also kind of like with fate and time and like certain events all lined yeah, up. Yeah, I, I just don't. Somebody, maybe I should. That has to happen for good and all this Maybe I should watch it, but like, wouldn't it be, shouldn't it be a movie that where they actually are fucking angels or something and they're not just assholes? Yeah, I don't know. This movie sounds real. <laughs> it does seem. It does seem like a movie that just with a few change line could turn into a cruel prank movie. No, like that. right, absolutely. That's what it seems like. Yeah, this movie sounds stupid. I'm never. I like to imagine it. that they tried this on a couple other people first, but they jumped in front of a bus, <laughs> right. and Will Smith is just their first success yeah, story. Right. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I've never watched it. But I'm comfortable giving it worse than Transformers. Same just, here. Just because a movie with this many good actors in it that didn't get good reviews must really fuck it must be terrible if, if, you know, oh, i was gonna just i mean there, this is almost completely unrelated but describing the plot reminds me like you take truman show and the majestic which is one of jim carrey's best movies and one of his worst movies right. and you combine them together right. you get this movie right. and it's more majestic <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm going worse than Transformers. If, if any, if any one of our listeners has seen this movie, please write us in and let us know. I really just want to know because yeah, I'm, I'm never gonna fucking watch yeah, it. Yeah, 100. Uh, I follow that up. I think it's another day of it airs. Uh, the Correct. Netflix is bright, which is a fantasy training day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. Uh, Joel Edgerton, yes, is his orc partner. Yeah, known to most people as. Hey, that guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is that Jason Clark? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's also known as Hey, <laughs> that, that guy. Yeah. And it's the LAPD if fantasy things were real. So there are fairies. Um, it's got What's-Her-Face from Prometheus in it, Naomi Rapace. There's a magical wand. There's a dragon at one point. This movie is dumb. But again, I feel like there's a good movie in there. <laughs> like, the concept I'm on board with. I just, it's not well delivered. Didn't that rapey kid write it? Yes, he yeah. did. Uh, what's his name? What is his the son of the guy Max Landis. Him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, That's a bad sign. Which, if you don't know, Max Re- Max Landis is a horrible human being. He's man. also the inspiration for Jesse Eisenberg's Lex, Lu- Lex Luthor. Is he really? Yeah. I didn't, that, that makes, makes that better. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that, yeah. that, I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch... I keep trying on Batman and Superman <laughs> to find something uh, redeemable about it. I'm going to watch it again. No yeah. Way. Yeah. The, I'm going worse than Transformers just because Max Landis wrote it. Yeah, then, I mean, that's a good reason. Yeah. It is worse than Transformers. I will never watch another one of his movies ever. Yeah, I can't. I, you know, I was trying to look up a movie that it reminded me of, but I couldn't even find it, so fuck it. But definitely, I, I never watch it. I never intend to. So I'm going worse than Transformers. Love it. Uninformed uh, opinions. And then his his most recent released movie at the time of recording, Guy Ritchie's Aladdin. Yep. Which uh, came out to better reviews than we anticipated. Yep. You saw it. I did. It's worse than Transformers, but he's pretty good in it. Yeah. Uh, Ian likes it. Ian thinks it's better than Transformers. Yeah. Uh, the problems with this movie have nothing to do with Will Smith. Uh, the problem with this movie are they made an honest effort to cast Arabic actors in this movie, and they did a really good job. But... The some of the younger actors just kind of seem inexperienced. It's a big blockbuster, and so like Aladdin and Jafar don't really seem to maybe pull off their performance. Why some of the people who have more big star Naomi Scott, uh, Will Smith, you know, they just seem their star power is just much bigger than other people, and um, it it almost kind of hurts the movie a little bit. Like if they weren't so strong in it, probably like it better. But Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's fine. It's worth seeing. 
not worth seeing in theaters. Sure. But it's fine. When it comes out on Disney Plus later this year, right. you're going to really like it. But worse than Transformers. Yeah, I'm going worse than Transformers. They should have let Will Smith do the entire... The, I know I've said that before. He should have been the person. Don't bring back Alan Menken. Let Will Smith do the entire track. I'd probably be 100% on board with this. I mean, I'd just be interested to see what that movie is. Yep. I don't know if it would be better or worse, but it would be more interesting. Yeah, and, th- and that's all I wanted. Like, you're not going to create... You're not going to capture the magic of the original. So... If you want to do something inspired by that, same design, same plot, stuff like that, but you know, take the music in an entirely different direction, I think that would be more interesting. I like it. Um, so that's all the movies that he's currently out in. Uh, the upcoming projects that we're aware of, uh, Gemini Man, which is uh, Ang Lee's weird thing where he's fighting a de-aged version of himself and they're both assassins. I believe the movie comes out later this summer. Who knows, man? Mm-hmm. No one's going to see this movie. No. No, no, no. Uh, I think when we talked about this before, it's just Will Smith is such a weird person to pick because he looks like he looked 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. They do a great job. But it probably wasn't that hard. <laughs> yeah. This This reminds me of that other one where the assassin goes back in time and kills us. Looper? Looper. Looper. Yeah. yeah. I hope it's better than Looper. I like Looper. (laughs) I like Looper too. Oh, fuck you guys. We need to do a fucking... We we keep saying we're going to do a Ryan Johnson episode. Uh, Also coming out is Bad Boys for Life, which is not the fourth entry into the Bad Boys movie. (laughs) It's the third. (laughs) But I guess guess Bad Boys 3 Life didn't make sense. (laughs) Yeah, no, I actually don't think I'm going to watch that. Yeah, I think that's probably a wise This is the first one not made by Michael Bay. Oh, I was about to ask. He's not coming Uh, back? No. What has Martin Lawrence been doing? Waiting for Bad Boys for Life (laughs) to come out. That sounds about right. Uh, And also uh, a movie called King Richard, which is about the the father of... Yeah, about uh, Richard Williams, the father of Venus and Serena Williams. Uh, They're from, like, Compton, so uh, it's kind of like a famous story. This guy taking, like, his four-year-old daughters out in these cracked grass growing tennis courts in Compton and forcing them to play tennis and Serena arguably the best athlete at any sport ever I mean she's just utterly dominant uh and uh I mean Venus not a slacker either no uh though when you compare 22 majors to like seven there's a little bit of a gap yeah seven majors (laughs) yeah the fuck is that I scoff (laughs) at the idea of uh no I mean Will Smith is great you know we talk about an Ali he can encapsulate another person. Those are interesting people. I'm excited to see that movie. Yeah, I, I, I probably will watch it. You know, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. I don't, you know, it, it seems like it's going to try to make me feel good. I don't know if I want to. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm, I feel like I'm due for a good sports movie. It's been a while I since do, I feel Even like. though I'm completely indifferent to sports, I fucking love sports movies. So from that aspect, I'll probably watch it. There's a really great Gene Hackman sports movie. <laughs> Are we talking about Hoosiers? Yeah, we 100% Fucking are talking Hoosiers about Hoosiers. <laughs> Again, another another weird plot line in retrospect, but hey, God, it's fine. I fucking love that movie. Mm. Uh, I think at the end of his career, I don't know which one is the best. I'm going to go Men in Black 1 because it's my favorite. I will probably agree with Jay's assessment. He's kind of a middle of the road. Well, I, I feel like the distillation of, of the discussion we've had over the last hour is that really the time that we want Will Smith is just when he's being the most Will Smith. I mean, yeah. Because when he's not doing that, either he's not as entertaining or he's trying too hard and you're very aware that he's attempting to act. I, I definitely, I, I, I'm going with Men in Black too. That one's my favorite of his movies. But it's also the best use of him because it's completely buoyed by his personality. Yep. Yeah. 
What about you, Joseph? It doesn't matter. Men in Black wins because right. we both No, yeah, no, that, you're right. I, I, I'm going for a controversial take either way, but I kind of want to give it to iRobot. I really like iRobot, <laughs> and I feel like everyone else isn't... Well, I say that. Bruce Greenwood is also having a good time being a, a villain, but there's nothing else to this movie. Like, it is fucking vacant, but yeah. Will Smith is having a good time, and by, by extension, it makes it an okay movie. It wouldn't, still not a good movie, but it would have been a really bad movie. I will say, I didn't realize it was Alan Tudyk. Yeah. And that kind of brings me a, a little bit more I figured it would. I love Alan Tudyk. Do you know what's funny about your assessment? The main reason I didn't watch it when it came out is like, oh, it looks like it's going to be heavy. I don't want to watch some heavy sci-fi movie. It's not. And it's obviously it's, it's not. not heavy so sci-fi. stupid, but it's great. It, uh, it's not great. It's okay. <laughs> you know, you talked about X-Men like not learning the lessons of the Matrix. Right. That seems like a really bad problem for sci-fi movies from like 2001 to like 2000, even like 2010. Like, right. I feel like in the last five to 10 years, Sci-fi has come back around, but yeah, 2000, 2010 was a rough decade right, for sci-fi right, movies. Right. I feel like Denis Villeneuve is, is like pulling off a sci-fi revolution on his own. For sure, him and the guy who made Ex Machina. Alex and, Garland? Yeah, Alex Garland. Yeah. Uh, those two guys have really brought it around, because really Scott's still making shitty alien movies, yep. so maybe it hasn't been that great. Right. Well, I mean, at least he wants to still be making shitty movies. <laughs> yeah, movies. he may be done now. Yeah, Some, someone done. will let him eventually. Yeah, they're owned by Disney now. Yeah, they dude, will no, not Disney's let him. Disney's going to want to make money off of it. <laughs> yeah. Black Mirror, maybe, you know. Yeah. This no, is no, off topic. No, but... actually, no, actually, Black Mirror is a good example of, of kind of the rev- renaissance. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is entirely off topic. We've... Well, I was, it's kind of on topic because a lot of his early stuff was like action science fiction. Yeah. Right? And, uh, I feel like even he kind of wants to get back on that train, like Suicide Squad, Gemini Man, but it just doesn't have the same like magic that it did back then. It seems like he's having a hard time figuring out what makes Will Smith cool. Yeah, like, no, know? that's a good. I mean, there's description. That's, that's a common problem with actors is people do not understand why people like them as actors. Right. Bruce Willis is the biggest offender. Oh, he has no idea what makes movies entertaining. Right, but he's just such a like he's he, such an affably grumpy guy. Mm. You know who I think has done a good job? Josh Brolin. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think Josh Brolin like found the thing that people like right. about him, and now he's like you know swerved into the skid. He's all in that. Josh Brolin's the same thing in everything. I actually think it might have been in Men in Black Three where he realized, yeah. oh, that's this is this, this is, is my the thing. thing I do. Yeah, yeah. you know, uh, No Country for Old Men. That's going to be the thing that's going to say, hey, I'm an actor forever. Yep. But now I'm just going to have fun and make money. I mean, he also got Sicario. He's pretty. Oh, that's great true. Sicario. I actually yeah. I haven't watched that though. I'm a I know. Don't watch the second one. Yeah, but do watch the first one. It is yeah. it is the best training day since training day. All right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a hundred percent training day. But, it is, yeah. but it's the best version of it. Um, so that's it for Will Smith, best performance ever. Apparently, Men in Black Two. No, Men in Black One. Oh, Men in Black. I thought you said. I swear to God, he said Men no, in Black Two. I said Men in Black Two as, as, in, oh, as well. Oh, as well. Misunderstood. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm I'm much more on board with that selection. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I agree with that. Yeah. Cool. That that's it for this week. No, that's not true. Yeah. What are we doing here? <laughs> what, what have we been watching? Oh, yeah. Hey, what have we been watching, guys? I feel like you've forgotten this like the last three weeks in a row. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. Uh, I, I, I haven't been watching much. So I'll start. All right, go ahead. Um, the wife and I are still plowing through My Hero Academia, and she is like distraught because we only have two episodes left. And the next ones don't come out till November. I saw that uh, they like Funimation's gonna like announce something at some big premiere. They just they just they just released the trailer today. Yeah, it, yeah. I I almost feel bad because I've I have introduced her on the high end of anime, and I feel like I should have started lower and right. worked my way up. Right. Do something bad and then do Full Metal. Alchemist. Yeah, we'll, we'll see about that. 
But I haven't been watching that much. But one of the things I have been doing recently, just because the stereo in, in my car has broken, so I don't listen to music anymore because I hate listening to it on my phone. So I'm listening to YouTube comedy because the audio quality does not matter to me. Right. Um, and I found this, this, I think it's a Comedy Central series, but they have a lot of them on YouTube called uh, This Is Not Happening, where it's a bunch of comedians uh, standing up and telling, like, instead of telling jokes, they just tell a story. And it's yep. like... 10 to 20 minutes long and they're fucking great i like stand-up comedy i enjoy that but i also like i love just stories and yeah, i love it when it's yeah, yeah and obviously people who tell jokes understand how to tell a story and how to hit beats and it's it's been one of my favorite things to enjoy the last couple weeks this sounds like my jam it's 100 percent your I've jam i've seen a few of them and they are very funny yeah um is that it that's it I will save my controversial opinion here in a minute. Fantastic. Uh, I watched a documentary. Actually, I watched this two weeks ago um, for Memorial Day. Uh, there's a new documentary on HBO called The Cold Blue, which is during World War II, a film crew rode on some B-28s like over Germany while they're being shot at, and they've restored the footage from it. It was lost for a long time. There's no audio um, but you're actually watching footage from inside a bomber flying over Germany, like dropping bombs. Uh, it's very cool. Um, they talk a lot about, you know, there was like the 25 mission requirement. A lot of them would go like 28 or 30, you know, uh, before they could come home. So, uh, and only like 12% actually reached that goal. It, it's very cool to see, very informative. Um, and really makes you appreciate the sheer insanity that these, like, the oldest person on the crew is 25. And, you know, that a 25-year-old is in charge from people who are like 16 to 20, dropping bombs over Nazi Germany while, like, you know, artillery fire is mm-hmm. blasting all around them. Like, it's insane we won that war. Uh, and just uh, sheer balls on all of these people. A few years ago, they had made an anime version of Pokemon Red. Last year, they did an anime version of Pokemon the series. Uh, it's called Pokemon I Choose You. It's like a different retelling of how Ash got Pikachu. Um, it starts the exact same. He sees Ho-Ho and everything like that, but him seeing Ho-Ho is kind of the thing that motivates... Are you, are you saying Ho-Ho? Is that, it's Ho-Ho, right? I think it's Ho-O. Okay. Ho-Oh. <laughs> I'm just imagining yeah. him saying a fucking H-O, H-O, in the sky. That would be hilarious. <laughs> way better Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, it, it incorporates later generations, so it's not so much like, oh, why did Ash only encounter the first 150 instead of all of them? It has Brock and Misty aren't in it. It's about an hour and a half. It's fine. I would say worse than Transformers. Is it a, it's a movie or is it a It's show? a movie. Okay. And uh, my son is really into Pokemon right now, so we are watching a lot of Pokemon. Uh, then I, I plowed through season five of The Office. It's okay. Like I like when Holly's in it. I like the Holly Michael relationship. She's not in it near enough. They take that away real quick. Michael, you know, I don't like sad Michael very much. Uh, and then I watched King of the Monsters, Godzilla King of the Monsters. Okay. You guys are fucking wrong. That movie is great. Oh, geez. It is way better than Transformers. Oh, no. I, I feel like, I, I don't know what you're trying to judge it on. I feel like it accomplishes exactly what it set out to do, which is to be the closest thing to a American version of a Japanese Godzilla movie. And you know what? In, in many ways, I think that is probably accurate. Um, um, there's a lot of crazy shit in, in the old Toho Japanese Godzilla movies. No, yeah, absolutely. For example, fairy twins that talk to Mothra. <laughs> um, they do have the twins, and they do have a connection with Mothra. Godzilla living in a city under the sea. That is straight from the Japanese movies. 
so, you know, I him being attacked, hit by like an atomic bomb, and then going into atomic Godzilla. That is a thing that happens in the Japanese yep. movies. So, like, to sit here and be like, oh, these plot points are ridiculous. They're plot points that we've seen in these movies before, and they're just trying to make an American version of them. And I think they accomplished that well. Uh, is the dialogue kind of cheesy? It's a movie about giant fucking right. lizards fighting. It's supposed to be cheesy. Bradley Whitford is super fun in this. I heard that they wrote his character to be a live-action Rick from Rick and Morty. Cool. It 100% <laughs> captures that. I don't know. Like, I just don't... I don't see... Again, I guess I viewed it through the lens of this is what they're trying to do. They're not trying to make a serious Godzilla movie. They're not trying to make you buy into the idea of Godzilla. They've tried that twice now and have failed both times. So they said, hey, you know what we can do? We have a lot of money to make special effects. Let's just do their movie, but with our technology. There's an outrageous amount of explosions in this movie. There are, oh, there an are explosions, amount. There are explosions that happen for no reason. There's yeah, like no monsters around. In the background, just <laughs> shit blowing up. Well, you know, it, it's funny. I um, First of all, if somebody would have told me Bradley Whitford as Rick, I would have been here on opening night. 100%. Yeah. If you're going to make a live action yeah, yeah, absolutely. Bradley Whitford as yeah, Rick. That, that's, that's fine. I would have been thought of that. That's fucking perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll probably see this now. I wasn't that excited about it, but uh, I. The, but that sounds pretty fun. Oh, you know what I'm wondering is where it does take a lot of stuff from the Japanese one. Is this one doing better in Japan than previous? Ooh, I don't American know about that. Out? I don't know. I, don't, I know they don't like the look of Godzilla. Yeah, that's true. I will say the, where the movie gets wrong is everything with the eco terrorists. I mean, that plot is sedum, no. Here's the but. problem: is every there's just so much extra human shit that doesn't need to. I understand we're mechanically getting from point A to point B to make the monsters fight, but there's just so much extraneous shit for no reason, and it's written so poorly. You don't you don't need the like divorced married nope. couple and betraying mom. I you, get all that. You, you could have just had Charles Dance be an eco terrorist who yeah. wakes up. Ghidorah. You don't even be. need Charles Dance, but I'm happy he's in there. You know, yeah, I, I like that guy. Awful, but <laughs> look, I, I thought it was great. But I had a blast. I would watch it again. I think there are fun nods uh, oh, to yeah. the universe at large. This may not be podcastable. Have you guys ever heard uh, uh, John Mulaney's bit about Ice Cube in Law and Order Special Victims Unit? Yes, Ice T. Yes. yes. Yeah. Ice okay. Tea, yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> Ice Cube's son has a line like that in this movie because I mean, so much of it is just like. Whatever's happening with the monsters is, right. is like the humans being like, "Oh, are they doing what? You know, what does this right. mean?" There's one where like Mothra is uh, is like coming to save Godzilla or something, and he's like, "Oh man, are they gonna fuck?" It's <laughs> <laughs> not what he says, but yeah. I'm like, "Oh god, that's so good." You know, there were a few. I I think Ian said there weren't like memorable shots in this. Uh, as look, the best the best shot in any of these monster movies we've had is when Godzilla rips off the jaws of the T Rex. No, I mean yeah. King Kong yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in Peter Jackson's King Kong movie. Yeah. That's the best monster shot we've gotten in probably forever. Yeah. However, in this movie, that first fight with Rodan, like when Rodan comes out of the volcano, every fucking part of that is awesome. When he like first opens his eye and lava spewing everywhere, I bought it. I thought this was a gorgeous shot. Um I don't know, man. I dug that movie. The monster fights are fun. It's there's just there's a lot there's just a lot going on. Yeah, there is there is. I will agree there. Uh, you definitely could have simplified the plot. Eleven has no business being in. No, movie. absolutely not. Uh, you know, but I dug it. It's fine. Cool. I'm, I, yeah, it's funny. You actually talked me into seeing that because I'm interested I, to hear you think about it because I um I didn't have a lot of interest. I did love uh, Skull Island, but yeah. you know uh but. 
Skull know, Island is structured better as a movie. Right, right. But this movie, I just don't think is trying to... I feel like Skull Island's the goal is to make take itself seriously. I don't feel like that was the goal with right. this movie. Let's see, what have I been... You know, it's funny. One of the things I was going to talk about that I watched this week was I watched Men in Black on TV the awesome. other day. But, you know, we already talked about that <laughs> because we switched uh, we switched subjects. Uh, but, I, you know, I, I read a couple cool comics this, uh, this uh, week. Uh, I've talked about on the podcast before a comic called The Black Hammer, which is basically the premise is there's a group of superheroes who are sort of takes on superheroes you already know um, that are involved in like a crisis-style cataclysm, and they disappear, and when they wake up, they're prisoners in a small town, and they can't get out. So uh, that that um, that series is sort of structured in like sort of seasons almost. There was 12 issues, then it took a break, and during that break, there were a couple spinoffs. Well, I read a couple of the spinoffs this week. Uh, one of them was called Dr. Star, and it's a complete take on DC's Starman, uh, but it's really good. You don't have to read uh, Black Hammer to appreciate it. It tells a complete story itself, and I highly recommend it. It has an emotional punch and uh, cool artwork. It's, it's a very cool comic. Uh, the other one of the spinoffs was called Sherlock Frankenstein. And it, <laughs> yeah, it's a great what, name, What a right? great name. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 on the other hand, is very tied into the comic. It basically sort of bridges the gap between the first season and the hmm. second season of how you get to the sort of the cliffhanger at the end of the first season. But uh, I would recommend this whole universe. I, I've talked about before how uh, Hellboy's sort of like, if you want sort of the pros of a comic book universe without the super unwieldy how much stuff you've got to follow, Hellboy's good for that. I'd say this is even better because it's really, it's really very small amount of stuff you have to follow, but it feels like a fully realized superhero universe. Hmm. So that's it. That's all I got. Cool. So I think that's it for, for what we've been watching. Uh, next week, we'll come back to you with our, with our manly man's take on rom-coms. <laughs> Um, I would just go with more like male takes. No, it's it, this is this is the macho. This is the official macho man <laughs> okay, ranking well, of. I'll try to get cups. more macho. Yeah, absolutely. I'll see what I can do. Well, I, I have we're, a we're, macho we're, man Randy Savage T-shirt. I'll wear it. To you the fucking next better. And that's it for this week. Thank you guys for listening. Please rate and subscribe and tell all your friends uh, if you want to get in touch with us. Again, we'd love to hear what you think about Will Smith movies. Uh, I'd love to hear from anyone who has fucking seen Collateral Beauty, whatever the fuck it is. You can reach us at realphonies at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at realphonies on Instagram at real underscore phonies. Thanks to Zach Evans for art and Brian Velasquez for our theme. We'll see you guys next week. Later. Later.